All right. We're rolling. Oh, wow. Does anybody know how to work on microphone? I think you speak into the round part. Ew, okay. Is it? Am I being picked up? Am I live? I don't know if there's any amplification, but I think it's... Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. But it no, feels no really cool to hold a mic. All right. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report. The podcast that answers tomorrow's questions today. today. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Rick Larson. And with me, as always, is my illustrious other host, Jeff Cardello. Jeff, how's uh, how's things going? Pretty good. I mean, usually I just answer with a very non-informative uh, answer. But yes. um, if anyone's been following at home this podcast, I'm writing in a storyline of my complete unraveling. So, oh, nice. uh, yeah. So, so yeah, this might be a continuation. If we'll we see. take the first letter of each word of your normal introductions, we'll get a coded message that's like, help, help. He's got me locked in a basement. Yeah. So I, I'm yeah. in it for the long haul. I mean, who knows where this storyline will be? Who, in, uh, who can predict year. the future? Yes. Well, we're actually on a very special live edition of the show here with some awesome guests. And we're going to get to introducing them in just a second. Um, in fact, I don't actually have anything else to go before that. So let's start introducing people. Yes. Our first guest is a comedian and an improviser and a world traveler and a professional wrestling manager and uh, hailing from New Orleans, Louisiana, Chris True. Hey, everybody. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank and Chris, you. what's one fact you'd like the world to know about you? That I don't want you to make me touch or eat wet bread okay okay all right so i can't do it yeah all right so we had had a wet loaf of rye waiting for all our guests yeah taking the exact opposite stance of a duck (laughs) yeah pretty much (laughs) 180 but i I gotta say i I feel a very strong connection and affection for ducks yeah ducks are great i was in memphis last week and was having fancies about ducks and then ducks showed up all over memphis and very oh, well uh, and, and all kinds of fun ways. I'm kind of freaked out right now that you just brought up ducks, but <laughs> you did it for a reason because I mentioned wet bread. My okay. yeah, my daughter is horrifyingly like phobic of birds of all kinds, and we took her to a petting zoo and she was petting a pig and a goat and a duck walked up to her and she lost her mind. She just started screaming. And it's we because had she doesn't know what ducks are capable of. Right, right, right. She hasn't, she hasn't grown up with ducks or lived with ducks the way you and I have. That quack that can mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Very, very beautiful, majestic animals, the duck. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to meet our next guest, also a comedian, also a writer, um, and uh, lots of other things, too. Ryan McKee. Thank you. Wonderful yeah. to be Welcome here. Welcome to the show. Well, Wonderful to be here. What's what's a fact you'd like the world to know about you, Ryan? I had a very traumatic experience with a goose when I was a younger child. Oh. I went, I was, uh, I loved ducks as a kid. I loved going, to, we had a duck pond in our town. And I used to go and feed the ducks all the time. Uh, my, my dad, would, it, the duck pond was right by where my dad played golf, so he would drop me off. I would mm-hmm. just chill with the ducks by myself because I was awesome. And he would go play golf and, <laughs> and pick me up and I'd be done. But there got to be this really mean goose that uh, thought I was getting too close to his eggs or something yeah. like that. Geese and, or, or she, because yeah. it was probably eggs, and uh, just bit me right on the neck. 
Oh, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Really hurt. Mine was in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. I got bit in the stomach by a goose. I got so bit in the stomach by a dog when I was a kid. Oh, wow. A cocker yeah. spaniel jumped up, bit me right in the, the stomach. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think at an early age, we were, we were all instilled with that fear of geese from duck, duck, goose. goose. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's when you're supposed to run. Yeah. <laughs> when the yeah. goose comes out, that's when you run. I never yeah. I never li- realized that, that was that there was a real lesson there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ducks, are picked good, ducks are good. Ducks are good. Geese are bad. Just like Ring Around the Rosie was about the plague. Duck, duck, goose is about geese being assholes. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I have a question. Yes. Uh, the the so when you're a kid, like you kind of secretly want to be the goose so that you can get up and get some goddamn action. Yeah, yeah you're bored yeah. just sitting there. The goose has the power. It's pretty much a, it's pretty much a bore. It, it the game of duck, duck, duck just is boring. Yeah, because nothing happens. <laughs> Disagree. Yeah. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> So you just like one person just all the he's going just around the side just saying duck duck for duck, two duck hours and nobody until does your it. mom comes to pick you like, up. Like well, how yeah. does it end? That does, your mom hey man, comes to pick you up. It's about the journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the speaking of our journey, uh, we have one more guest to introduce. I, oh, I think yeah. we should keep talking Singers and not bring him in. <laughs> I, I really like this dynamic we got hey, going. Hey, hey. He um uh, the theme of the day since we are at a comedy festival. I should probably should have called out the uh that Bird City Comedy Festival is hosting our live show. Um, yeah. So just to drag Ron's uh, introduction out even longer without talking about or to him, um, he's a comedian and writer and mime, apparently. <laughs> yep. Uh, killer, killer Ron mime. Babcock. Oh, oh, thanks, guys. Hey, hey, what's up? Yeah. Just been <laughs> waiting on the sideline, waiting to get tagged Are you in. holding your breath Not all the time? Uh, <laughs> not only are you, you supposed to... Not speak until you're introduced. You have to hold yeah. your breath. Yeah. <laughs> I think I passed out for at least 30 seconds. Yeah. Hey, yeah. do you guys remember when this podcast like had a good thing going? Oh. Like, oh. Hey, oh. I, I've been sitting on so much Ouch. geese stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Got, burned it. Can't even use it got now. A, got a tight five on geese. So awesome. <laughs> Awesome. So, Ron, what's one fact you would like the world to know about you? I'm, uh, I legitimately got um, afraid of squirrels. Uh, once when I was in a park that had too many squirrels in it. Oh, not when he was a yeah. child. No, as it a was full a grown, grown adult. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was uh, actually afraid of squirrels. And once I was sleeping on the U.S. Capitol on July 3rd. We slept overnight on the lawn to have the perfect spot to watch <laughs> the July 4th fireworks, uh, which is not yeah. allowed. And we got, <laughs> which we were told by security and police, we're like, hey, you can't, you can't sleep on the Capitol. And there's a bench right there, so we sat on the bench. And we were like, is this cool? He's like, yeah, that's fine. But no sleeping on the ground. And yeah. so we, uh, my friend and I ended up falling asleep on, on like top of one another on a bench. And a squ- in the middle of the night, a squirrel came up and bit me. Oh, oh shit. Man. And, oh, it really, and you do not go, you can't go back to yeah. sleep after that. Yeah, the if you get bit by a squirrel, you're, you're just up. The loophole in that rule is you have to paint eyeballs on the outside of your eyelids so it yeah. looks like so you're squirrels awake know and, then, yeah. awake. <laughs> and then the, the security guards won't mess with you i'm <laughs> like oh he's just reading <laughs> so rick i, I yeah, am very yeah. excited about this i feel like we have a new segment small animal confession yes yes so <laughs> wait um, is this a segment you're gonna do beyond this episode because i think, I think we should just spin off a, a small okay, like a podcast, podcast a small so animal podcast so one time this thing bit me Coming soon <laughs> to iTunes. <laughs> Please rate and review it. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Anybody ever been bitten by a shark? No. No. 
<laughs> no. no. I was in Mexico one time when the guy who was renting the house next to my family stepped on a stingray. Those are painful. And had to I've be, seen that happen. Had to be taken to the to the hospital. Why? So he could get his giant pussy fixed? <laughs> oh, <laughs> slam. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, so you stepped on a fish, bro? Welcome to Mexico. <laughs> Yes, actually, it was. Yeah, it was what bad, wing actually. of the hospital is is where you get your giant pussies fixed? Um, <laughs> I think it's uh, near maternity. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, they have to call in a special pussyologist. Yeah. From <laughs> Cedar Sinai Hospital. I, I think I this is the most like times we've said pussy on this podcast. I think so. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Our, it's way surpasses the previous record of zero. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> way, way beyond. Way till the end of the yeah. podcast. Oh, man. We're yeah. going to set a world record. Yeah, yeah. We're going to actually uh, take turns spelling it as well. Um, but the r- main reason everyone is here, uh, the main reason people tune in every week is for um, our guests and I and we to answer one of America's hot button issues, answer a question that uh, is plaguing the country. We have in front of Ryan a bowl full of, uh, full of potential topics, potential questions. I'm going to call out to him now to reach into that fishbowl, um, not get stung by a stingray, and pick out our question. Here we go. And read it out to the world. Moment of truth. What is the deal with clocks? What is the deal with clocks? Okay. So they uh, dictate our lives, right? They often can if you let them, yeah. yeah. Yes. We're not free from the passage of time. You can wear them? <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, the yes. fashion now, because everybody just has yeah. their phone. You don't really need a watch anymore. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, Sorry, I shot you down. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. A visual here for the... For the home listener, I'm stretching my arm out so everyone can see my Apple Watch. Ooh. <laughs> Lovely leather band. Yeah. Yeah. You just nerd up us. I did, yeah. So wear, wearing time, I agree with you. So wearing time is definitely on the outs. Like, like people don't like to wear time anymore mm. unless you're wearing fancy time. Like but yeah. they're trying to bring it back with, that, with all the smartwatches. And all. Yeah, mm. well, th- that too. And I think as a general rule in life, I don't get interested in things until like they're obsolete, and okay. like okay now, yeah. um, now I'll st- I'll st- probably go out and buy a pocket watch, for example. Okay. Or I used to have a pocket watch when I was sundial. in college. Yeah, sundials are 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 big. Uh, they're yeah artisanal sundial. <laughs> I think it's weird how like time even. If you think about it, like they used to have the sundial, and that's how they measure time. Mm-hmm. And then it, it kept on getting m- more and more like micromanaged, you know, when it's like, we got to come up with a way. We're, I said be here on this time, and it's, we don't have that. We're like, well, we'll call, have something now. We'll call it 7.15. You got to be here at 7.15. Like we got so micromanaged down to this like millisecond, which is weird. No, it, yeah. yeah we, are, we are too <laughs> aware of, of time. I mean, I, I remember – Calling the time phone number to set clocks. That's something that that time oh, lady yeah. is out of a job now. What's yeah, she doing? Yeah. Too many clocks on things. When I, in my house, there's a clock on the oven. Then there was a clock on the microwave, which was right above the oven. Yes. Agreed. And yes. then there was like our, our normal clock that we had in the kitchen, the kitchen clock. And then you go to your you, the family room, and then there's a clock on the VCR. There's just you're surrounded by reminders that there's like the day is constantly dying in front of you. And you are dying. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. first of Constantly all, I want to say 
I agree that there are oftentimes microwaves on tops of ovens. Yeah. 100% agree. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Second of all, Ron. There's about if, this much space. If you're, if you're having trouble with all the numbers around you, just do what I do. Constantly add and subtract those numbers from one another and mm-hmm. figure out the deep hidden meaning behind what the GD is going on with the number you land on at the end of the day. The microwave clock, 1059. Your watch, already 1101. That's a two-minute difference. Two. There's two devices in here that have <laughs> clocks that are on ba- that are on like the wrong way. Two. What does the number two mean to me? I have two things on my to-do list. To-do list? I have two things on my to-do list. That's 22. What's 22 minus two? 19. What, what year is it? <laughs> 2016. What year was it when I graduated high school? 1999. You know that what I like about years ago. What I like about numerology? Seventeen plus two is nineteen. <laughs> is that you can use it to prove anything. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You just keep going until you find upon the thing that you found you wanted to find it in the first place. And, and that's, that's like the deal with clocks. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> to be quite honest. That is the criteria that makes numerology a legitimate religion. Like <laughs> that's the bar you have to clear is if you can keep going until you prove the thing that you want to be true. That's basically a religion. That's how they are for. Whenever I meet anybody who, like, because like I have met people who really into numerology who kind of really see a lot into it, I feel like I just back away, like, into the mist of clouds, <laughs> like, just slowly trying to get away from the conversation. Just be like, you just keep counting. I'm going to yeah. leave. Yeah. I, I have that same reaction when, no offense to our uh, astrology listeners uh, out there, but when someone starts seriously talking about astrology, like, oh, man, I know why you're bummed out. It's because Mercury's in retrograde. It's like, um, okay. Oh, no, I thought it was because I didn't have enough money for rent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mercury's in retrograde? Oh, that'll explain <laughs> it. I thought it was the receptors in my brain don't know how to yeah, process I, serotonin. Yeah. Yes, yes. But the, the moon makes a lot of... I Mercury in retrograde is like the one astrological phrase that I know. I don't know what it could possibly mean, but I feel like, is it ever not... Is that, in is that a thing where it's what's the opposite of that? Yeah, what is that exactly? What is retrograde? Does anyone in our audience know what I'm this means? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we're I don't want to admit in I front of a crystal ball and none of us yeah. can figure it out. Yeah. I don't want to admit that I don't believe in astrology because it like kind of scares me. Like if I no, feel like yeah. if I admit it, then something bad's going to happen. But I will admit that I don't believe in God. Okay. So what does that <laughs> say about me? Wait. Well, I have a question real quick before yeah. we get on God. Uh-huh. Retrograde's <laughs> a cool word. Sure. And that's what we should say when people get like held back. Okay. Like a kid yeah. should like like a kid should be in retrograde. I, I just I think yes. it, I think your son still um, has some time to develop because uh, right now a lot of his emotions are in retrograde. And if we have it. another year, I think we can get him in um, uh, Novu grade. He's going to he's going to have to read repeat uh, second grade, and we're going to need him to wear bell bottoms every day. <laughs> oh, I feel like you can say I'm that. Like I'm a- apologizing for saying that out loud. Yeah. No, honey, it's not that I can't get it up. <laughs> My dick is just in retrograde. <laughs> well, well, there is retrograde ejaculation. Is anyone? Oh, are you familiar with? No. We don't believe uh, no. in astrology, no. man. That I believe in retrograde ejaculation. Is that, when you, is that when you come on your stomach? <laughs> no, that's when you're t- in a train going at the speed of light, <laughs> and you come forward. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it, it goes and through I, you. I think it's yeah. like a tantric thing, but I think it's. And we uh, on our podcast, there's always something we fuck up. So I'm probably fucking this up. Okay, yeah. But no. it's where like your ejaculate and sperm actually like goes back up instead of out. Like it goes the wrong way down the one way street. How does? And then work? and then do you like? It's real, I hear it's really bad for your kidneys. Do you pee it out later? <laughs> I I've never experienced <laughs> so maybe. Well, I or do does know. It just stay inside of your body, and it becomes like the lost ejaculation. Yeah, you know, it's the, the phantom body world. absorbs the power. Yeah, it's like one of those like <laughs> twins that di- dies and is absor- absorbed into the woman. Uh, it's. I like do know that. when you when you have a vasectomy, that the sperm just kind of gets lost along the way, and sometimes it's rare, but sometimes it will like find its way harden and oh. and oh. yeah. And uh, become like a lump that they have oh to my cut God. you open and we take have out to of take you. out your hardened sperm. Uh, lump. Yeah. Oh God, it's like a cyst, but with old the good sperm. news though That's is so that gross. the the ward where we're doing this is right next to the giant pussy repair <laughs> ward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're all going to be friends here. That's how they fix the giant pussies is <laughs> they throw throw sperm lumps. Hey, do you want to keep the lump? You could shine it up and turn it into a necklace. <laughs> <laughs> I would use a cum lump for a bowling ball. Like like a cum lump, cu- like a functional cum lump would be dope. I would, yeah. <laughs> a bowling I would, ball, yeah. yeah. Put it on my. Put it in the center of a of a cl- crystal. Yeah, I'm picturing ball. like an opal, like iridescent, shining white glo- hard glob. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. I would somehow use knowing that they're microscopic. I somehow am still seeing like the tails <laughs> sticking off in every. This direction. is a beautiful <laughs> necklace. What is this, mother of pearl? No. Kind it's of the most precious stone of all. It's kind of father of pearl, if you want to <laughs> get technical. <laughs> Has anybody ever done this where, like, you're paranoid about being late for work? Or say you're habitually late for everything, um, as, uh, as I can be. As my um, wife is. So you <laughs> go to the <laughs> clock on the microwave, the clock on the t- oven every clock in the house and you set them all like five minutes fast yes and that gets you on time for things for probably like six months and then you figure it out and you beat the system you're like okay i, I need to leave at six thirty-seven. you start doing math and yeah and you figure it out and then you have to go 10 minutes ahead and then eventually you just like lap yourself and you're <laughs> back on the right time 12 <laughs> hours later i don't understand how like i i do that and I don't mm. know why I do that because I give myself these like mild, like panic attacks. Yeah. Where oh I'll yeah. be driving and I'll look at the clock in my car and be like, "Oh my God, it's 3:40. I was supposed to be there." Oh wait, no, no, no. I got it's t- t- ten minutes. I got ten minutes. And this and I always yeah. trick myself, but it always gives me stress, and I don't think that that's a good thing. No, to no, do it myself. does. Yeah, it does give you like this jolt of adrenaline. I guess that yeah. t- you're like, "Oh wait, no, that's that's fake." You've time. been complaining about like a tightness in your chest. Is that what it is? No, it was it's caffeine. <laughs> I was drinking way too much coffee. <laughs> I, I toned back on the coffee and the tightness and went away. And then you're constantly scaring yourself with all that coffee with, with, with all time. That, yeah. With all those time checks. Yeah. yeah. I just went to uh, back t- to black coffee, just straight black coffee. And I was I was I ordered some this morning and I and they're like, do you want room for cream? And I was like, no. And then I realized like a, a little sound bite in my own head that um, nobody set me up. I have to force this into a conversation, as you see. But <laughs> did like you ever go I get coffee and have somebody ask you if they want room <laughs> for cream? Oh, yeah, yeah. That happened to me this morning. And oh I no said, way. no, I switched back to black coffee because I don't have time to fuck around with bullshit. 
Okay. Fair you enough. said that to the person who asked you? <laughs> no, I said that in my head because. <laughs> okay. Because that I would be like a lot to just dump on a barista. I, yeah, I don't have time for your fucking like bullshit. Don't leave me. Fifteen minutes later. Well, <laughs> I hate when you ask when they say room for cream and you're like, yeah, I'll take room for cream, and they're like, cool, and they give you like half a cup of coffee, and I'm like, I don't need that much space yeah. for cream. Hey guys, can we all just agree that you wouldn't like me without my coffee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? Especially if it was a Monday. Yeah, we would yeah. like okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't get me I saw that. <laughs> I saw that mug, and I think we've all seen it. That says like, it's got like l- graduation like layers, mm-hmm. and it's like, don't talk to me yet. Retrograde. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Right. Actually, it's counting down. Like the when the cu- cup is full, you can't talk to me. Um, not yet. And then at the bottom, it's like, okay, you can talk to me now. Yeah. But hilarious cups. It is. I but don't. It, like the, there's still that time that time window before the cup is filled that I I don't know how to read that, yes, that cup. So, so now we have mugs that are telling us time as well that are just dictating yeah. our <laughs> lives. And I'm like, wake up, sheeple, wake up. You know, everything <laughs> is it's a, everything is trying to control us. Okay. I I I have a, my coffee is in my mug. Okay. First of all, you wouldn't like me without my coffee. Okay. My coffee is in my mug. And that's just Thank you, Ron. And I'm drinking it, and now my now my mug is telling me what time it is. Wake up! I don't like when your I'm mug is telling you how to feel. I don't like when I go to people's houses and they have like. Well, this is my big pet peeve: is uh, people have like those kind of word phrases on their walls, where and when it's like, "Is it one o'clock yet?" And that's like a home decor thing that's always there. <laughs> like yeah. Every yeah. time you go in the room, it's like, "Is it one o'clock yet?" And then then they'll have other things. We'll just have the word love and happiness written out. And I think that that's the mark of a fucking psychopath. Psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> would you just like just have happiness written on yeah. your wall? Like, could, but like you bought it at Target, so that makes it okay. Yeah. yeah. Like Somehow, the- when I scratch it into my <laughs> wall <laughs> with a broken weirdo. beer bottle, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I like the people who have the little like cutesy sayings in their kitchen that they buy to be like, "Don't kiss the cook, she's drunk" or something like that. Yeah. And it's like. Just like an excuse for mom's alcoholism. Like, no, but it's, it's cute. Do you remember when you're, Ryan and I used to uh, live together in Los Angeles and his mom, God love her, Terry, Terry Bear, she would send us care packages. So much love. Of just like cookies and stuff. And in every single package, she'd always send us like a decoration. And it was like a, a little girl holding a sign that was like, the beach is that way. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, two dudes like, yeah, let's put this up. The beach is that way. <laughs> Meanwhile, we live in Los Feliz, which is very far from the beach. And it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> Two guys in their early 20s with, like, 50-year-old mom decorations around their apartment. Because <laughs> that I was the only decoration. I think it would be funny to put that out, but, like, point it east? <laughs> <laughs> it's a geography joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I don't feel the need. Like, the decorations that I have on in my apartment to let people know how I'm doing are the cobwebs that have been in the corners for seven years. I'm like... <laughs> There's my sign for They're you. Pretty, yeah, Cause you're so busy yeah, with all yeah. the shit you got going on. You don't have time stuff. for the cobwebs. They live here too. Yeah. In a way, it's kind of like a <laughs> clock. It's it's like nature's clock. It mm. is. You know, and it, but the passage of time is very like it shows long periods. Not like our clocks would show, you know, very short periods. And yeah. the cobweb is the sundial for the spider. I actually <laughs> uh, January first. What I do is I take a a very cold. Um, Container of Greek yogurt. January first. Yep. Okay. I'm and making, I have. I o- note of this. I open it up and I just let it sit on my countertop, and I can tell by the, how much mold is on it by what month we're in. Okay. Wow. So January first. Oh, yeah. That's one one, right? Yeah. What's one one times two? Oh. That's twenty two. 
One, two times twos. One plus one is two. And then one plus two is three. Two plus three is five. We're in Fibonacci sequence Wake up, territory sheeple. now. Wake yeah. up. <laughs> Wake up. I think that that, Ron, you probably uh, invented uh, the perfect way for blind people to tell time. <laughs> Just leave out yogurt, and by the smell, no. you know how many months it's been. Because, yeah. you know, the heightened smell. Mm-hmm. Daredevil, whatever. Um, one thing to be careful about with Greek yogurt <laughs> is... It won't that pay back its debts. It's <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Yeah, I, w- I would have expected it would have been become yeah. cheaper. Yeah, it's like all Greek, it, it, Greek it, yogurt and euros would have gone on, on sale, but no. They've taken austerity measures, so instead yeah. of eat using a spoon, you have to eat it with like a fork. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It also expires a lot quicker because of like several hours sooner because of the time difference. Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it right now? It is. Oh, that's an excellent question. Let me look at my... But it, what wait, I really wait. mean, though, is, is why does that even <laughs> matter? Does it matter because we all have things to do? Why do we have things to do? What are we doing with ourselves? Well, isn't it like the whole... No, not me. Why can't we just be? The, the, the creation of like our calendar is so... Like the fact that like July it was named after Julius Caesar, and he just was like, no, nah, man, this is July now. Like it's named after me. Like the... Yeah. It's so weird because... It's such an arbitrary choice. Like there was a guy who said that um, they have to reset our clocks every every couple of years. You guys like you know like like the ultra time is off and they have to reset it. And there was some guy who's like all time should just be like everything should be thirty hour, thirty day months, so that like the 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 dates wouldn't change. Like every year the first would be on a Monday or whatever. And he would like it would simplify everything with like for businesses. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, this is a great idea. Why don't we do this? But it's like, yeah, but it'll never happen. Yeah. We're so set in our ways, but it makes no – I mean, then what if they – like, I was born on March 31st, and it would just delete my birthday. You would die. Yeah. 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 We die. would lose you. But you would <laughs> fade away like the siblings. Yeah. On but we have to, to have a purge. Yeah, we, we would lose you. We have to have a purge. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? I will sacrifice herd. myself. You're right. There are too many people. I legitimately have a coworker who wants to do away with time zones. And just like, <laughs> if you if you live on the East Coast, you know you might work nine to five, but if you live in the Midwest, it would be you'd work ten to six. We have too many time zones in the U.S. You, you that, two, thank you. Two time yeah. zones. Can That's we rank them? Can we rank them, by the way, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm a little biased. But I'm gonna say number one time zone with a MF and bullet Central Standard Time Zone. Sorry. Uh, and what yeah. makes you stand behind that statement? Uh, because it's it's it, if you put all the time zones in like in in a cage match, with like a street fight, <laughs> uh, I think that the central time zone is going to be the first one to go under the ring, mm-hmm. uh, and get someone to like hand them like you know a kendo stick or like a barbed wire bat. And I don't think Eastern time zones capable of. Oh, well, you, you think like you what, think, the Chicago ness of the uh, central time zone has the, like the, that extra grit. I think yeah. willing to a little bit of that. That's also. the real time. Yeah. Like every the other times are just. Like well, I'd say yours is the average. It's the most middle of the road. I don't like how Arizona just doesn't do time zones. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, and it's yeah. really annoying when you travel to Arizona <laughs> and you're like late for a wedding, and then you cross the border and you're like, "Fuck!" Now we're really late for this wedding, because <laughs> you guys just everyone else is playing this game, and Arizona's like, "Nah, man, we don't do time zones or Martin Luther King wait, Day." It's the weirdest place to draw a line in the sand. Go to, because um, my wife went to school in Tuba City in northern Arizona. Tuba the, City? Yeah. It's yeah. it's by the Grand Canyon. It's part of the Navajo Nation. Blowing up. And Is she Navajo? They No, she is not. Okay. 
You just stole their land. Yeah, basically. Got it. And their tubas. <laughs> um, they do observe daylight savings time. Oh my god! So this you is can so come confusing. into Arizona. Let's say you. Let's say hypothetically, a train leaves California, <laughs> goes into northern Arizona, hits Flagstaff. Okay, no daylight savings time. Goes, keeps going east, hits, hits the Navajo Reservation. Daylight savings time. And if I'm not mistaken, which I probably am, um, the Hopi Reservation, which is completely contained within the Navajo Reservation, also does not. It's like so Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's super, yeah. super confusing. Okay. So when Julius Caesar was like, named July after me, mm-hmm. I mean, part of the reason why he did that was because he was like, I want the 4th of July. I want America's birthday to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, totally. okay, 100%. Yeah, totally. oh, Who wouldn't? Totally. Yeah. He, he and, and Tom Cruise very famously born on the 4th of July. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Tom Cruise, uh, mm-hmm. what if Tom Cruise, what if his name was Time Cruise? Whoa. What would be different about the movies he's made? Um, <laughs> hmm. Maybe. Same question, Time Hanks. Uh, time time Cruise would still be in Edge of Tomorrow. Exactly. That would just be a perfect fit for him. Yes. Which is a, a severely underrated movie, I might add. Uh, I think it, Jerry Maguire, there would just have been a no love story because he would have been constantly just late and missing when they was Zellweger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Because I don't know why he's late when his name's Time Cruise, but that's where I went with. Yeah, So for maybe, sure. Yeah, maybe all of his characters are the same person just traveling through different eras of time now w- another side effect of this is the movie time cop is now tom cop and it stars <laughs> time time hanks and time cruise and tom cop and all they do is ask each other what time is it and, and time and time arnold <laughs> and the like, answer is time, it's time to cop time for more coffee and donuts <laughs> and guess how long the movie is uh 32 seconds yeah, I, I already talked to you about this? Yeah. Okay. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ron. But who's You've been ranting about, about it for months, actually. But whose but definition of 32 seconds? Yeah. Like, oh my Earth, God. 32 people. seconds. People will Mars, still go see it because there's a Star Wars trailer playing before it. Uh, you say 32 seconds, and what do you get when you subtract two from three? One. Yeah, one there can one. only be one Tom. So maybe Tom Cop is actually Time Hanks versus Time Cruise. One on one with a time zone <laughs> in their corner. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, y'all! I, this I, question is: What is the deal with cloaks, not clocks? Oh what? No! Oh no! Oh my God! God damn it, <laughs> Ryan! They're wait, pretty wait. useless without daggers. <laughs> if you get right down to it. <laughs> get right. The cloaks. I always wanted to wear a cloak in high school. I didn't. But man, I yeah. rode. So I I was flying so close to the cloak sun. I was like, I was. I, it went through my head. Like, I think it's kind of cool. You legitimately I, like, wanted to wear a cloak, like a cloak slash like. Well, a cape is like behind the shoulders, where a cloak comes in front of the shoulders. And I was one of those kids. I was like, man, if I had like a cloak and a little medallion and like a hood, like oh, everybody yeah. would be on my shit. You know what I mean? You I were really looking for any identity <laughs> at all, apparently. Ah, absolutely, when man. I was into ska for Christ's yeah. sakes. Are there <laughs> any celebrities who wear cloaks? I mean, I could see like Crispin Glover rocking They look a so cloak. cool on Game of Thrones. Not, not oh. a celebrity, but when I was 21 years old, um, my younger brother's girlfriend um, suggested that I go on a date with her sister. Okay. And so we talked on the phone, and we decided to go bowling. Because she had a bunch of friends who 
went to like the the ten o'clock where they turn the lights off and the smoke machines on and oh, sexy bring, bowling. Yeah, the did, did you bring your cum bowling so ball? I, I did. <laughs> Actually, it was just a regular bowling ball that I jacked off on. <laughs> Jack off on or in? <laughs> Fill the finger holes on. with your cum, Rick Larson. Well, I didn't want to stick my fingers in it. I just wanted it to slide down the aisle. Usually, the they are well lubed with pizza grease. So. so this girl shows up at my apartment, dressed as a goddamn vampire. Wow. Hot. That's Completely, like, full-on cloak. Like um, like teeth? I don't think she had the teeth. Not a vampire. No, she did have them with her, but she didn't have them She's on. She's a vampire. She, like, uh, yeah, she didn't want to make it weird. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. she get really anxious around, like, 5.30 or 5.20 in the morning about <laughs> going home? Um, luckily, I was able to bail on the, uh, on the evening before that happened, but... This why, why, like, all that uh, garlic you ate. This, I was just this <laughs> bowling thing that we went to, yeah. it turns out most of her, she was like a year or two younger than me, so she was not 21. I had just turned 21, and all of her friends were even younger than her, so I ordered a beer and spent the entire night telling kids, like, no, you can't drink out of my cup. No, don't drink my beer. <laughs> Stay away from my beer. Because you're racist against they, vampires? One much, beer? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you were you were like a dad at 21 years I, old I, already. Well, pretty much, yeah, yeah. I've been a dad long, much longer than I've been literally a dad. <laughs> oh man, my sister and my mom when I was in high school, their nickname for me was Grandpa, because I used to wear a lot of vintage clothing. <laughs> like that's something my my mom said. Because like, that's something my dad. You smelled worn. like a grandpa did, without the yeah, vintage yeah. clothing. I wore a lot of liniments and. Uh, <laughs> When you become a grandpa, probably, like, your priorities change, you know? It's like mm -hmm. when you first see that kid coming out of your child, you know, your child made a kid, it probably just changes everything. You know I what think, I mean? Yeah, I, I imagine. You know what I mean? It makes you racist. It makes you Because <laughs> yes. my grandpa's racist, right? Everybody's grandma's racist, so. <laughs> that's, that's, what, uh, that's what causes I it. I always wonder what I'm going to be an old man about, you know, like, you already are old man well, about but stuff. But we already we already have like it's gonna be weird to think in the future. Like I think the thing I'm gonna be an old man about is um, I don't trust the cloud. Like okay. I, I don't, and I think what I'm oh, a guy yeah. who's like I'm gonna be that guy who's like you store your files on a hard drive, you know, something you can hold in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Something you can watch blink. Yeah, you got your files in a cloud. They're not really there because like, I'm a really big guy. Like having a physical localized backup in yeah. addition to a cloud backup, you gotta have multiple spaces. And He's people serious who don't have backups, backup. you people listening to this who don't back up your computer, like you're jumping out of the plane without a goddamn parachute. Because Preach. sooner or later it's gonna go down, and you just act like everything is. It, blo it blows my mind. I, don't even, yeah. I, I can't they're even. They're acting like they're never gonna die. Yeah, it's like, well, I emailed it to myself, and I'm like, can you just become an adult and back up your files like, like a human? Nobody is ever on board with when I talk about this stuff. <laughs> but wait till so the day no, YouTube I goes down. Then you're all going to come crying to I, me. I'm, I'm behind you 100%. Um, how many of Thank us, you, uh, how many of us, a quick poll, informal poll, how many of us have had this experience where somebody you went to high school with is now a grandparent? Oh, Ooh. I don't think I've gotten there yet. Yeah. Not me. I have uh, a friend who was, I do remember she was pregnant senior year. So, I mean, that <laughs> definitely factors into yeah. the equation yeah. for sure. Yeah. But her grandchild is maybe a year younger than my youngest child. So 
Wow. That is a sobering, sobering experience. Like, yeah. oh, I, sh- uh, I hung out at prom with somebody who is now a grandparent. Do you think there's any so potential yeah. grandparent out there that doesn't want to be a grandparent and is talking to their kids about not having kids because they don't want to be a grandparent because it's not good for their you brand? You guys ever think you could just travel for a while? Mm-hmm. Just yeah. so you know, enjoy each other? You know, this yeah. is not good for my brain to be a grandparent right now. I want to just chill. Well, my so my mom told me like don't make me a grandparent before I'm fifty. Wow. And yeah, that did not happen. So Man, like, you screw you, mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a bad kid. I'm a horrible child. You you went disappointment in. You went right against her wishes, man. Yeah. I All that bad. she did for you. I feel bad for grandparents where like their kid, you know, has a kid, and then their kid, you know, bounces, doesn't really raise a kid, and so the grandparents are like, well, I guess. Guess we're raising another kid. Here like we they, go you know, again. And you're just like, but now we're tired. Like they had, they, they've already spent all their energy. Yeah, they're like, they're like, um, I did not sign up for this. <laughs> you know, chick, please. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's up with they're this? They're like, can you not? All right, kid. Like in the in the ward, you, you know, are in the place. You are not gonna like me without my coffee. Okay, can you not? <laughs> You are not going to like me as a grandparent. Yeah. But, like, doesn't it always seem like the kids you knew who were raised by their grandparents were kind of assholes, like, in high school? Like, they – because the grandparents, mm-hmm. like – the Because they came from broken families, Ryan. Yeah, well, they <laughs> – Deep Sorry they weren't more polite. Trauma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, the grandparents are – like you said, they're checked out. Though. They just let the kid do whatever they want. My parents checked out. I mean, I'm the youngest of five. By the time I was around, they just were like, uh, yeah, it'll be yeah. all right. And I think I turned out all right. I mean, look at me. I'm a guy who cares about my backups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think no. you're very handsome. Thank you. Yeah. You Thank have you. a microwave on top of your oven. Oven? I think uh, they're like going pretty good for this well, guy. Yeah, so it sounds like there's some skepticism around that. I have a, I got a micro oven. I got a toaster oven. I got a regular oven. I got ovens for days. Like, I can heat up foods multiples. I can show you my kitchen where we have an oven, you know, stove, and then two feet above that, hanging from the wall, is a microwave with a van. I mean, I didn't realize this is okay. the stop and let Rick brag hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we already covered the Apple Watch, so. Um, yeah, I, uh, I threw away my I microwave also have because a black it was dirty. and a brown belt. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Whoa, baller. Yeah. From, like, That's karate? Rick. That's me, yeah. Yes, from karate. Well, Taekwondo, technically. How do you guys feel about uncertain, certain, t- certain times, of, like making a wish? You know, like like eleven eleven or all. Oh that man, stuff. I do that shit. I still do it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done. I that. do the whole um, when I go and I drive through a yellow light. I do the like hit the roof of my uh, car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. is that because you just want to feel like you're a part of something, or is that because I like think it was? Ju- it's more of like a routine <laughs> that for some reason per- gives me comfort. Yeah. I don't know why, or maybe it's just like you're like it's something like a check-in, you know? It's just yeah, like people yeah. love crave routine. We, we yeah, like rituals. We do. Yeah. We do. What we do like beating rituals. the odds again. Yeah. I I mean I, j- I I do the sign of a cross when I go by a cemetery, and I don't believe in God either. Do and you really? Yeah, but from whenever as a kid, my mom whenever she went by a cemetery, and I grew up in Northeast Pennsylvania, so there's a lot of cemeteries. So mm-hmm. all I remember driving around was my mom constantly making the sign of the cross. She's like to making it right. Like we gotta go. And then she's making the sign of the cross because we're passing a cemetery. Yeah, well, anytime your mom finishes a drive, she crosses herself and thanks. No, not every long trips, not long the short trips. ones. Oh, I was she say, only thanks God after the long ones. The short ones, she like just 
you know, she's like, I don't care. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I do the uh, yes. I do the thing where I hold my breath while going through tunnels, which might actually be dangerous. No, so. it is super dangerous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no way that's not dangerous. <laughs> there has to be keep something. Pa- the you keep passing exam. out and veering off. I, d- I, I haven't passed out yet, and but uh, <laughs> and then and then well the worst part is you have to wait until they introduce you before you can you can breathe again. Yeah. Call back. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, got it. I got had it. To, way, I way had call, call that one out. That wow, was, wow. Was I was still so sort of like distracted by your microwave on top of your head. Well, let's yeah. talk yeah. about callbacks for a second, and and okay. with clocks and time, because for them to work, right, that you have to, a certain amount of time has to go by. Mm-hmm. In order, yeah, like I have to miss something in order to be like, yeah, bring it back, right? Mm-hmm. What do okay. we think the proper amount of time is for that? I know it, I know it varies for different things, but this is a, mm-hmm. you know, this is some comedy science, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, like, at what point does something become retro and then it's okay to? Well, to I'd say if, if you're performing on stage, like has to be at least a buffer. There has to be some kind of buffer, even if it's like yeah. one single joke. You can't immediately call back to the thing you just said. Right. Has oh, to be it doesn't yeah. make it a callback, though. Yeah, it just makes it yeah. a, just a just back. Just keep talking about the thing you just said. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm also a big believer in in because uh, do a lot of improv teaching down in New Orleans and Austin, and one of the things that we talk about a lot is is callbacks with a heartbeat. Like you can't just call something back because it was said. Mm-hmm. It has to be like alive and breathing, kind of. Yes. Like mm-hmm. like in an improv scene, if someone is drinking a Dr Pepper in scene two, and then in scene ten, someone's like, "Can I get you a Dr Pepper?" It's like that's not really funny. That's Does just it, no. that doesn't just re- bring down the house. Yeah, yeah. because because it's uh, it ha- the same thing goes in stand up too. But it's like if it has a heartbeat, if it's like yeah. alive and breathing, then mm-hmm. not only is it easier to call back, but it's also is funny. That's and like when unfunny people in conversation or like kind of boring people like they don't make jokes; they just repeat lines from movies and cool. TV yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in that, and then they like smile and nod. And I remember with one girl once was like, "Ron, you do comedy, right?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "You gotta hang out with my friends." We're hilarious. Oh god! All we do is we just sit around, super red flag, and quote lines from Friends. My wife. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, you quote lines from Friends? I'm like, that sounds like the worst thing ever. I I I think it would be great if it wasn't because you can't lines. What? If it wasn't punchlines, if it was just like, hi Monica. Hey Phoebe. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a job interview once where like improv came up, and like they knew I did improv and. This one, wo- it was a huge group interview where six people were interviewing me, and this one woman at the top of the interview told me that she was the funny one, mm. and uh, her version of comedy was being ver- very sarcastic and very mean to me. And yeah, she actually being insulted rude. me in the middle of the interview, mm. and it was insane. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it is. It's one of those things where like people are like I'm, I'm really. They just, I'm like, no, you're just saying something rude, but you're smiling right after it. We don't know one another at all. And it always happens. And people do. They're like, I'm, I'm hilarious. You're just being too sensitive. You can't take it. And you're like, no, you're just, you're just a dick. You just I call me fat and bald. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell people, um, like, in the workplace or in other contexts that I don't understand sarcasm. Like, and confession, I kind of do. But on, <laughs> <laughs> on, an, on another level, though, I... I don't. So I, I've even told people, like, I know you're probably being sarcastic, but I am going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> I'm just going to, 
Yeah. You, okay. You just said I. When was it works on. out in your yeah. favor, you take. Yeah. It. Exactly. So yeah, you're exactly. you're saying that you're the most popular person in the office. I yeah I would say so yeah I'd Tight. say that's uh, that's a, a true a true reflection. And what I just did there was sarcasm. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and I told you I was gonna totally miss it. So mm-hmm. there you go. Full circle. Yeah. I maybe what I should say is that I refuse to acknowledge it. That's maybe mm. more accurate. So, uh, Rick, speaking of clocks, we're uh, almost to the end of the podcast. Whoa, that oh, blue guys, eye. I have terrible news. Wait, I'm so sorry. This She actually says, what is the deal with clucks, as in bird noises, as oh. in oh. birds? We had the perfect uh, organic intro. I'm sorry I read that I'm wrong, so guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so start and that's over. how you make a callback. I, I really have to go back to, like, Helvetica or... Times New Roman and stop printing them in uh, in the handwriting font. <laughs> so in Lucida me, handwriting. To me, it's like I would. And I think this is true. I I never had to do this, but I think it's true. I would rather kiss like a peck, give like a a peck to a piece of poo poo, than than eat wet bread. Like I couldn't do it. <laughs> Because I know, I know for a fact that who I the will, hell I is serving you wet bread? Yeah, I what? <laughs> what did your parents <laughs> do to you as a child? No, no, like, you like, you like, went you know, to Subway, didn't you? Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's like, pre-soaked. I'm talking about like sliced white bread that gets really wet. I just oh. can't. Exactly. That's when does that happen? <laughs> Uh, it doesn't happen on a regular basis, is it, but it, but it's it's not it's not an impossible thing to conceive of. Like when somebody puts uh, leaves bread on top of like lettuce for too yeah. long and oh it soaks no, up the no. moisture. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Are you talking like about like dipping bread in water? Are I, you talking oh, about yes, yeah. Ron? Or are you talking about bread that's been like there's too much oil and vinegar on the bread and it that's gets way too wet? That can contribute to it. I, yeah. I for think, sure. I think what we need to acknowledge is that right before he got here, Chris came from a camping trip. Yeah. And the cooler fell in the river. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That so was his 9-11, huh? Yeah. 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 And I'm trying to forget it. I understand. Uh, 9-11, make a wish. <laughs> I think that's a good note to <laughs> end on. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Should we do some plugs? Yeah, let's Kay. plug it up. All right. So we'll start. Uh, we'll keep going in the same order. Chris, what uh, do you have coming up? And or where can people find you on the Internet? I'll keep it simple. You can do at Chris True, C H R I S T R E W, on the Twitter, Instagram, the Snapchat, all the above. Let's just keep it simple. Just follow your boy on that. Go and look at it and make a decision for yourself. Yeah. Do I want to be a part of this person's don't life? Let, know that I want you to be. Don't let clocks control your life. Do not do that. Yeah. Instead, focus on uh, social media. On so on yes, yeah, please. On <laughs> specifically on Chris's social media. And thank you for having me as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks for coming out. Of course. And thank you, Bird City, as well. Yeah, yeah, yes. thank you. And Space 55. Uh, thank you, Jose. How can we... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. And thanks, <laughs> Mom. Uh, so, Ryan, how about you? Where can uh, you, you can find me you? at the Ryan McKee on Twitter. And, yeah, like that. Just You can find the rest and theryanmckee.com. You can find the rest of what I'm doing. I promote awesome. it there. There you go. No, that's that's perfect, yeah. Awesome. The old uh, heyron.com for me has everything. Good uh, good job. Awesome. awesome. Rick, what, what do you have going on? What do I have going on? Oh, um, I will be in the month of May traveling to the fair city of Chicago, Illinois, to perform 
with my uh, improv group Apollo 12 in the Chicago Improv Festival. Um, so that should be pretty exciting if you happen to live in the uh, central time zone. And uh, Call back. you have no excuse. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, you can also <laughs> follow me on Twitter and Instagram and GitHub at rlarson4. And that's Larson with an E-N. And uh, Jeff, how about you? Uh, what's going on? Um, just follow me on Twitter at jcardello. Um, sometimes I write for an uh, online comedy magazine called The Hard Times. So go to thehardtimes.net and check it out. That's all I got. I think that's enough. Well, thanks again to everybody. Thanks we for having thanks. us. Thank you. Thank oh, you. You're welcome. Yay. <laughs> and to you listeners, uh, thanks for tuning in and enjoy the rest of your internet. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs>